0: Storms she hated waiting, she'd built her life around not having to wait for anyone or anything. She did what she wanted, when she wanted. That was the best, right? Everyone should be able to do what they wanted. Of course, if they did that, who would grow food? If the world was full of people like Lyft, wouldn't they just leave halfway through planting to go catch lurgs? Nobody would protect the streets or sit around in meetings. Nobody would learn to write things down or make kingdoms run. Everyone would scurry about, eating each other's food, until it was all gone and the whole heap of them fell over and died. You knew that, a part of her said, standing up inside, hands on hips, with a defiant attitude. You knew the truth of the world, even when you went and asked not to get older. Being young... Was an excuse, a plausible justification. Heroes of presents the Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. First novella, Edge Dancer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 13, 14, and 15 of Edge Dancer. I almost forgot the book we were reading. (laughs) Um, Make sure that you are caught up on your episodes and that you um, have done all the reading if you're reading along with us. Also, a quick note... Make sure you check out uh, the, um, ad that we have in the episodes now. Um, yeah, we've partnered up with Brotherwise Games to, um, kind of spread the word of their amazing Stormlight Miniatures Kickstarter. So please check it out, the, um, URLs in the show notes and also enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and he just told me that from now on he wants to be exclusively known as his pancakefulness. It's Jack. What's up?
1: I would like to have that title, actually. I was gonna call you his waffleness, <laughs> but I thought I'd stick to what was in the book. Pancake. Well, I I think that pancakefulness might be a contender for chapter name.
0: I think what it's think? I think it's there's right? there's a there's an amazing Chapter. I actually, you know how I said I didn't want to um, look for chapter uh, titles as I was preparing until we actually covered it. But I couldn't help it. There's one coming up that I was like, I had to write it down because I was like, this is the best name ever. It's too good. Yeah. So I'll I'll let you know when we get to it. But yeah, I think you're right. Pancakefulness might actually be a great chapter title.
1: I think so. Yeah. Chapter 13 of Edge Dancer. Wow. Really great. What, what What did you think about this next batch of chapters? Um, it's just so entertaining.
0: There's yeah, just so I much know. to love in this. Like I, I, I really I don't think I was really ready to enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it. Like I, and maybe that's partly because we're covering it together, and like I've never read yeah. it, so we're doing that kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just like I loved Lyft <laughs> How- before, but now, holy jeez, now, man. It's so holy jeez, yeah. yeah,
1: she's fantastic. Yeah. Like I want. I want lift like all day long like, I want to lift
0: I can understand how some of, of people books. don't <laughs> like her I can kind of, I can kind of get that The people some people don't like her character because she's like oh, singly okay. minded to just eating and chaos and but like it's such a nice no. it's such a nice it's, reprieve from the dourness of Kaladin or the yeah. you know what I mean like the I just all these other characters have so much and like lift is not. Uh, you know devoid of any kind of trauma herself i don't think but no she's fun and some of these characters can be kind of serious she's it's so nice to fun. be f- it's nice to be with someone who's fun
1: yeah she's like a breath of fresh air she's she's spirited she's spunky and the most interesting thing that i think is present and i'm just going to i'm going to find it in the text no matter what is that she knows full well that she's you know doing these things altruistically heroically and she's just sort of playing that she doesn't know right you're totally right and that she and that she's being the brat that's what makes her so complex Mm -hmm. not to mention this this uh ache in her heart regarding her mother
0: yeah i I think we're gonna find out what's going on with that by the end of this book i think there's there's no way that he doesn't slowly roll out this mother theme throughout this mm-hmm. book and then not right. tell, not reward us with it at the end for sure
1: right right so chapter 13 starts off with lift like soft clothing mm-hmm. what do you think about soft clothing uh, i like I soft mean, clothing
0: jeez uh, who doesn't yeah.
1: who doesn't i like a, hair?
0: you know what actually i like a rough burlap <laughs> sack as my clothing that's i love <laughs> feeling paper freaking yeah. on
1: yeah <laughs> um It was good to remember that life wasn't only about scratchy things. Now, is this (laughs) is this is this a dig on wool? Is this uh, is this a little dig on? It might be. I think it's a dig on wool.
0: Yeah, it might be a dig on that wool uh, sweaters. That nice Christmas sweater your mom knits for you, your grandmother knitted for you. (laughs) I think it's a dig to your grandmother.
1: I think. I'm kind of a big fan of clothing that doesn't hurt. How about that?
0: I like, I like not feeling like tiny little smooth razor blades are <laughs> Yeah.
1: I like to not be injured while I'm wearing my sweater. Oh, right. That would be really nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. So lift like soft clothing and so do we. Sometimes it was about soft pillows, fluffy cake, nice words, and mothers. Mm-hmm.
0: So here it is again.
1: Yeah. The world couldn't be com- completely bad when it had soft clothes. I like this, this little bit here. Mm -hmm. Um, she was pretty sure of that because everyone in Azir wouldn't shut up about their patterns, (laughs) these bright colors that, that people wore. I really like that, that, you know, there's there's all these patterns around.
0: Mm -hmm. And, And I find, I find it more, even more intriguing. Every time we find out more about these cultures over here that they like, they take pride, you know. Yeah, in their beautiful colors and their patterns yeah. and like, yeah. you know, everything. Althee at, at seems so militaristic all the time. You know, it's just nice to be in a place where people can just, you know, let their yeah. their uh, their Lots color of patterns. Fly. Yeah,
1: J. Crew, be damned. We want more patterns. <laughs> we want We're more. Not into these you know what we want? We want more
0: um, like uh, <laughs> Varney and Chip and Pepperware, and like all those like fluorescent uh, t-shirts that you used to wear in the late late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, give me a That's nice varney or a nice varney uh,
1: France, cotton ginny, yes. <laughs> kettle kettle creek, or I don't know whatever. Okay, the scribe was fat. She needed three sheikwas, or a sheikwa made for a horse. This is a little cruel, coming from Lyft. Obviously, it's a little mean. Um, well, in in fact, let's just call it. It is mean. Um, Lyft is being, this is Lift the brat, mm-hmm. making her little observations, being the brat, Lift wouldn't have thought that they'd give scribes so much food. What did they need so much energy for? Pens were really light, weren't they? <laughs> that's pretty, so, uh, that's pretty funny though. It, it's a joke. It, it is a joke, but it, it also communicates to the childlike character of Lift. Right. Um, she taps her pen against the table. You're from the palace in Azir. Yep, says Lyft, friend of the emperor. I call him Gox, but they changed his name to something else, which is okay. Because Gox is kind of a dumb name, and you don't want your emperor to sound dumb. Can't stop that if he starts talking, though. (laughs) She she digs it in. I love it. Full of attitude.
0: This is assuming that um, she's already entered the palace. Or not Mm, entered the palace. She Entered the massive library that they're in. And right. she's already gotten past, we're going to hear that in a second, she's already gotten past the first level of security. She's now into the yeah. second level of security.
1: <laughs> I love how she says in a minute here, she says, I, I, I took some advice from Wendell and I did it without talking. <laughs>
0: right, right. Like
1: shut up and just, do, uh, but you're right. At the end of chapter 12, it says, um, here that, or rather Wendell says, um, we got to be smart about it. Devious. Think like a void bringer. hmm and he he says, I didn't say, well, stop complaining. Lift says, I'm going to go steal some important looking clothes.
0: Right. So she's able to get past so that, that first level.
1: Right. Right. Okay. So she says here, did you know, lift says that they've got someone who picks his nose for him? Young lady, I believe you're wasting my time. Says the scribe. That's pretty insulting. Lift says l- sitting up straight in your seat, considering how little you people seem to do around here. <laughs> so this is funny, like again, I like this criticism because you know it it kind of hits a little bit at bureaucracy, yeah. administration yeah, for sure which which for those of us that work in these environments, we can all probably attest you're wasting my time that I'm wasting, well, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of wasted time yeah. like pushing paper around and trying to act and look busy it it's it's a colossal waste of everyone's time mm-hmm. Um, and Lyft is just calling it out. Um, young lady, I believe you're wasting my time. That's pretty rude, but it was true. She thinks Th- this place was full of scribes rushing this way and that carrying piles of paper to one window alcove or another. I a mean, an alcove, a windowless alcove, um, mm,
0: windowless, no Private. papers. no one's looking inside there. <laughs> no papers. Can we, uh, can we go to the windowless one? Just. Just saying. Yeah,
1: can we go to the... Yeah, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, they even had this spren that hung out here. One that Lift had only seen a couple of times. It looked like ripples in the air, like a raindrop in a pond, mm-hmm. only without the rain and without the pond. <laughs> Wendell called them concentration (laughs) spread i love she's so great i love that only it's kind of like this only except not like that and not like that at all (laughs) see how can you not love i know it's it's, just great it's it's so so fun yeah wendell called them creation spread and wow sorry concentration spread sorry concentration spread okay um anyway they had so much starving paper in the place they needed parchment to carry it around in carts for them. One of them passed by, a woman carrying a large box of papers. And then she says here, notes, that there were a billion scribes hauling this stuff around, setting at tables by blinking span reads. Wendell said that they were answering inquiries from around the world and passing around information. The, the, the images that, that, uh, that I got here was like old telephone like plug in yeah, you know like like, uh, like what's her operators name from, from like uh,
0: the 20s or like uh what's that name of that actress that used to do that uh, that skit all the time on SNL or on CT
1: oh, uh, SC <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know,
0: yeah something like that yeah but this <laughs> is this is the place that we thought it was like we weren't 100% sure until right now yeah. that when they say oh i'm uh, i'm going to be uh, uh, messaging this person through tashik they mean yeah. this exact
1: room <gasps> They're in, this is the internet. This is,
0: this is. They're in the net. The matrix. This is the net. Sandra Bullock
1: will will make a, an an appearance. Yeah, this is the web. (laughs) This is the the middle of the web.
0: It's really, really
1: cool. It is, it is really great. I I really like that it's happening here. It's, it's kind of funny, like, it's kind of interesting that there's, there's all these patterns and colors and yet. There's all this, you know, administration happening. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little, uh, like I, I I would almost expect I would almost expect all this information to be shared in some place cold and kind of stark, right? And like with you know, boring with, with 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 a boring environment, right? But this but this this place is not boring. No, it seems pretty lively. It's just yeah. Th- it this does. whole it's this just whole a, like
0: there's... span read communication network is definitely something that needs to exist in Dungeons and Dragons. It is amazing.
1: It's pretty darn cool. Yeah,
0: it's really cool.
1: I I think the spelljammer sh- should be doing it. Ooh. Oh, there you mm. go. Mm. Hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Or for certain uh Eberron. Lift had gotten into the room by doing as Windle had suggested. Please don't talk. <laughs> I can just I can just I'm just I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. I'm just imagining Windle saying please just don't open your mouth <laughs> yeah, it's great we'll get so much further ahead yeah um the viziers were there and she presented the card to them where she had sketched the words that wendell had formed again i love how they work together mm-hmm. it just speaks to Shalon and pattern and Sill and yeah, she does it,
0: they do it again later whenever she has to write to gox yeah, yeah.
1: Isn't that because she, Because she can't read. Yeah. She's like, okay, how do I write? <laughs> how do I copy this? But, but, yeah. she, but she can copy it out. I yeah. just, I love it. Um, okay. The people at the front here had been intimidated enough to lead her through the hallways to this room, which was larger. It still didn't have any windows. The wall had a brownish yellow stain on it, which she could pretend it was sunlight. There were tapestries around many scribes once in the room though lift had been forced to talk she couldn't avoid that anymore she just needed to be persuasive what unfortunate person the large scribe asked did you mug to get that clothing like i'd take it off someone while they were wearing it lift says rolling her eyes <laughs> look just pull uh, out one of those glowing pens and write to the palace then we can get on to the important stuff. My Voidbringer says, you got tons of papers in here. We're going to have to look through. So the the first thing is, don't
0: mention that you have a Voidbringer with you. Right. Like that's, they're going to put her
1: in a cuckoo bin or something like. I love it. I love it. It's just, she just blurts everything out. Yeah, she has no tact. Absolutely no time. No, yeah. she's like, you know, why? Because I'm awesome. It's true. She is pretty good. Awesome. Luck trying to get me because right. I can. It, again, this is very Peter Pan. It, I, I can do and say whatever I want. Right.
0: I'm going to get away. There's a there's a really great part in the third chapter, I think, where she talks about. Being able to do what she wants, and how there might be repercussions right. if love everyone that. gets to do
1: that. Yeah, it's a really mm-hmm. great part. And she wonders, like, should everyone be able to do that? Yeah, I think I'm going to use and that for the dramatic read at the beginning of the episode
0: because it's just such yeah, a really good. cool
1: sentence. It's it is cool. Um, the woman stands up after after Lyft says this, bringing up the fact that she has a void bringer with her, <laughs> right. and that she needs to be in contact directly with the palace. Lift could practically hear her chair breathe a sigh of relief. See again. That's a bit of a, it's a weight dig. I'm 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 not into those. Yeah, but yeah, I get it. I mean, she's being a brat. Okay. Yeah, the woman pointed toward the door dismissively. But at that moment, a lesser scribe, spindly, wearing a yellow shikwa and a strange brown and yellow cap, entered and whispers in the woman's ear. She looked displeased, and the newcomer shrugged awkwardly, then hurried back out. The fat woman tried to eye lift. Give me the names of the viziers you know in the palace. This is my favorite part. Oh, this, is, this is my highlight. Yeah, this is, my, <laughs> this highlight is my highlight of chapter two. She says, well, there's Dalky. She's got a funny nose, like a spigot. And um, Big A. I can't say his real name. It's got those, like, choking sounds in it, you know? And Daddy Sagbutt. But he's not really a vizier. They call him a scion, which is... A different kind of important? Oh, and um, fat lips. She's in charge of them. She doesn't really have fat lips, but she hates it when I call her that. Like <laughs> eh, can you imagine being oh the vizier? like?
0: Imagine having to, to imagine having to be the scribe. That writes yeah. to the palace. If that's how it turned out, and going, um, there's a girl here trying to ask about a fat lips and a daddy, sa- a daddy sag butt, and like, and actually yeah. having to write that for serious. That is so funny. I, I would,
1: I would love to hear the viziers going. You know what? I, I do think I know. I think Adel-Ki. I know daddy sag butt. <laughs> Dalkey sounds familiar. I, I think I know that. It's, they
0: all probably know these names because Lyft probably called them all these kinds of names, right? So it's so Sag, funny but
1: I, I hope she's not talking about me <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't have fat lips yeah do, does my butt look saggy in this chiqua? <laughs> um hilarious yeah um I, I I think it's funny the woman stared at Lyft then she turned and walked to the door wait here Lyft leans over towards the ground how am I doing terribly Wendell says yeah I noticed it's almost as if it would have been useful to learn how to talk politely like the viziers kept telling you. Blah, 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 Liv says, going towards the door and listening. Outside, she could faintly hear the scribes talking. And what she hears is something like, she matches the description given by the captain of the immigration watch to search for in the city. She showed up right, right here. We've sent, we've sent to the captain who luckily is here for her debriefing.
0: So that's, hauka right right so a couple of things here i love the lift leaning over to the ground talking to wendell going how am i doing how am i doing terribly (laughs) super
1: hopeful that she's doing really well (laughs) well she's she's like asking whether or not maybe she's wrong because she's like because she's like yeah i noticed like she notices that she's doing badly Right. right but to be honest i think that it was all intended right for sure the other she doesn't care what she's doing badly no, she doesn't. she's playing a game and again she's awesome she's gonna get away mm-hmm. she knows it the, I love the, the it. other thing
0: i have to mention here is that um the um the sky just got dark here and mm. um there was a rumbling of thunder overhead that might have got picked up on the, on the microphone i just want to say know. to you that there is a storm approaching in the book
1: in the wrong direction.
0: Yeah. So it makes, it's kind of giving me goosebumps right now that there is a storm ahead. <laughs> you and know we're what? covering this, like, they said, like, that's coming in like two hours or whatever, right?
1: There's a storm happening right here where
0: I am, too. No way. You can hear the lightning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. That's so, uh, or the, the thunder. thunder. Oh, that's so Thunder awesome. and rain. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. Here.
0: Did you hear that? I'm sure my mic just picked it up. I'm going to pretend it, that I did. Dude, it's giving me goosebumps right now. It's crazy. Okay. It's awesome.
1: Okay. Um, Liv says, damnation, after she hears that about the captain. Mm-hmm. They're onto us, Voidbringer. <laughs> I should never have helped you with this insane idea, says Windle. Yeah. Get over here and tell me which one we need. Windle grew up the wall and sent vines across the nameplates my my these are important reeds let's see third one over it will go to the royal palace scribes great lift says grabbing it she set it right in right into the spot on the board she'd seen this done tons of times Mm -hmm. and twisted the ruby on the top of the reed it was answered immediately palace scribes weren't often away from their reeds they'd sooner give up their fingers. Makes sense though, right?
0: Like they have to be ready because that's their whole job right is to answer missives and mm-hmm. send missives for the the emperor and all that stuff.
1: The little clue here, I think is for us anyways, well, certainly for me, is uh, she'd seen this done tons of times in her vast experience as a as she's, a young how so lift is supposedly how old again she's probably 12 years old 12 but is let's it? say yeah. she, sp-
0: she spent three months at the palace yeah with gox she probably Maybe. seen it done many yeah. many times
1: okay i was hoping for a, some, some other kind of clue that she's older
0: yeah you keep um, looking for that i don't i don't think you're gonna
1: find that but um no okay but lift g- grabs the span read Oh, for cultivation's sake, Wendell says, you didn't pay attention at all, did you? Nope. (laughs) Because she doesn't know how how to deal with it. Tell me what you want to say. She set it out, and he again made the vines grow across the table in the right shapes. Pen gripped in her fist, she copied the words one stupid letter at a time. Right. It took forever. Writing was ridiculous. Couldn't people just talk? Why invent a way where you didn't have to actually see people to tell them what to do. Again, this is just yeah. so cute and childish of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is Lyft. Tell Fat Lips I need her. I'm in trouble. And somebody get Gox If he's not having his nose picked right now, the door opens up <laughs> and Lyft yelps, twisting the ruby and scrambling off the table. Behind the door was a large gathering of people, five scribes and three guards. One was the woman who ran the guard post into the city. So Hauka has shown Which Hauka. Lyft thought that was fast. She ducked toward them. Careful, the guard shouted. She's slippery. <laughs> Lift made herself awesome, but the guard shoved scribes into the room and started pushing the door shut. Lift got between their legs slick and sliding easily, but slammed right into the door as it closed. The guard lunged for her. And Lift yelped, coating herself with awesomeness so that when he got gra- when she got grabbed, her wide-sleeved Asia's coat came off. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: She's kind of slip right yeah. out.
1: Slips right out of it. <laughs> mistress, Windle says, Oh, Mistress, don't get stabbed. Are you listening? Avoid getting hit by anything sharp or blunt, actually. <laughs> Lift growls at the other guards as they slip in, then quickly shut the door. She dodged one way, then another, then punched at the shelf with the span reads, causing the, scri- uh, the scribe to scream as several toppled over. <laughs> so that's funny. There's a few moments here I want to point out where these scribes, like the shelf of span reads, uh, is toppling over and that warrants a sc- Oh my god! No, not the span reads. Like you know what I mean? Like it's 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 just hilarious yeah. where the priorities are with the, with these right like not individuals. not the right? span reads. Not the span reads. Oh my god. Yeah. Like there's a high storm coming. No, it's all about the span reads. Right. And there's a moment later on. I'll point out that when the news comes across, like across the media, across the span reads, it basically says you've got to get to shelter. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, there instead of packing up like if 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 it was announced that a high storm was coming you know it's about shelter food Mm -hmm. warmth Mm -hmm. like those are the priorities these scribes were gathering span reads and paperwork and Mm -hmm. like
0: that was the priority yeah for sure it like makes kind of sense because information is their
1: most prized possession right right i just i just think it's interesting um Okay, so the scribe screams at the span, reads that topple over. Lift bolted for the door. Captain of the guard tackles her. Lift squirms, making herself awesome, squeezing through their fingers. Tashi, a scribe, whispers, God of gods and binder of the world. Aw, Spren, like a ring of blue smoke burst out. Around her head, isn't that awesome? She was in awe, yeah, of what's of being written. What Lyft on. was doing.
0: No, she was in. She's in awe. I think oh, of what's being written
1: on the page. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That's right. Because right? the news is coming in. Right. Because right. she's sorry. Th-
0: like this young girl.
1: Yeah, is telling the truth.
0: Right. And the scribe is like, "Oh my god, she knows the emperor
1: like right. personally." Right. Lift popped out of the grips of the guards, stepping up to stand on one side of their backs. I like that she's standing on them. Mm -hmm. But you're right, though. It's funny
0: because they should be more in awe of what she's doing. Because when she makes herself awesome, she glows a little bit, and she's slipping and sliding all over the place. They should be in awe right now, but they're not, I guess, because maybe it's not interesting as books. (laughs)
1: Or information, I I I don't know. Um, Took them long enough, she says, then hops off the guard and sat in the chair. The guard stood up behind her, cursing. Stop, Captain, the fat scribe says. Go get another span read to the Asia's palace. Get two. We need confirmation. For what? The scribe said, walking to the desk. The guard captain joined them, reading what the pen wrote. Then slowly, all three looked up at Lyft with wide eyes.
0: I love here that that Wendell is reading for her, right? So she knows what they've read. Yeah, I like this a lot. Right.
1: To whom it may concern, Wendell read, spreading his vines up onto the table over the paper, it is decreed that I, Primaquasix Yanagon, the first emperor of all Macabac, Proclaim that the young woman known as Lyft is to be shown every courtesy and measure of respect. You will obey her, as you would myself, and bill to the imperial account any charges that might be incurred by her foray into your city. I love this. What, he's not talking about necessarily about
0: what she buys, but what yeah. she does in the city, the havoc she's about yeah. to wreck in your city. Yeah, the chaos. I'll, I'll take care of it.
1: <laughs> the foray, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What follows is a description of the woman and two questions only she can answer as proof of authentication. But know this, if she is harmed or impeded in any way, you will know imperial wrath. Thanks, Cox. Lyft said, then looked up at the scribes and guards. That means you gotta do what I say. And what is it that you want? the scribe asks. Depends, Lyft said. What were you going to have for lunch today? As like the end of the all genre. that for lunch. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Again, right? Her priority? Yeah. Food. It always Their is. Her priority? Right? Information. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you think? Highlight. Um, I well, think my highlight is the names. All the names. for the visitors. It up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it totally is too. Although I will say that uh, I'm close second is the fact that we have confirmation that this building, specifically this yes. room, is mm-hmm. the hub of all the major span read. Communications, I love that. It's so great. Right. It was just it's this totally place cool. that like kind of existed somewhere, and mm-hmm. you know when Tin told Shalon about it, um, it, for us it was like, what does that even mean? What and, does that mean? Yeah. Where and then is we learn more about it and more about it until we're actually right. in the room. Mm-hmm. Ooh, another big thunder strike here. Um, oh, but ooh. yeah, I, I think that uh, the, the names that she calls the viziers is definitely the, the highlight. But I also love the span uh, span read traffic thing. It's really really cool
1: title for this chapter um
0: i read did you get one uh something earlier when he said i thought decreed was a good one but i don't know where i got that from now Hmm. imperial Imperial wrath might be a good one too
1: <laughs> imperial wrath yeah
0: what do you think what, what did you have one
1: i know i didn't i didn't get one maybe i, I, I might have picked Yanagon the first or just yanagon because he's he's really what sort of gets her out of this the jam yeah out of the jam yeah yeah exactly he does say here
0: is it is decreed that i so decreed is a nice one i think
1: yeah i i you're right because it's decreed from now on that you must listen yep. to for the rest for the her, rest her, of the book her, she, her pancakefulness yeah exactly <laughs> i love it yeah it's awesome okay so yeah decreed it is that's, l- let's go with that. Okay, so chapter 14. hmm Mm-hmm. Three hours later, Lift sat at the center of the fat scribe's desk. I gotta say, I, I don't know, it's not sitting right. I keep yeah. saying the fat scribe. Yeah. I, I don't it's not sitting right. It's a description, oh well. so unfortunately I know. it's a... It's just a bit of a wincer for me. I don't know. Um, So she's sitting at the center of the scribe's desk, eating pancakes with her hands and wearing the spindly scribe's hat. So that's funny. I didn't really take that in that she's wearing the other scribe's hat. Right. Like that is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty Um, funny. I'll take your hat. I'll have lot of pancakes. might take boots, but I'm taking hats. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) A swarm of lesser scribes searched through reports on the ground. Piles of books scattered about, like broken crab shells after a fine feast. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Broken crab shells after a fine feast. That's great. Um, I'm worried, Lyft, the scribe read to her. Everyone here is worried. There are reports coming in from the West now. Steen and Alm have seen the new storm. It's happening like the Alethi warlords said it would, a storm of red lightning, blowing the wrong direction. So there's a couple little things here mm-hmm. too. There's a couple of names, Steen yeah. and Alm. Yeah, those have been are dropped here. Yeah, those
0: are little countries. Steen on the and, map and Alm. Yeah, they're um, on the coast of the Amian Sea. Mm-hmm. So there's Teshik and then Yazir. Yep. And Leofor, next to Tashik, and the next Mm. on the other, on west of those, are Steen and Alm. They're part of the Makabaki, like, greater kingdom, but uh, they're just over, they're two countries, a country over.
1: I like it here, too, that this scribe says, it's happening like the Alethi warlord said it would. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time that that Dalinar has been referred to as that. Yeah, in this book, for sure, yeah. And what I want to just sort of pause for a second there, what I think is interesting is that we know him as Dalinar, mm-hmm. but it's pretty clear that the shadow that he has cast as, you know, as the Black Thorn—it's
0: going to be really hard for him to shake the Black Thorn. Yeah, that right. reputation has
1: followed him for sure. He's ju- he's just reduced to being referred to as the Alethi Warlord. Right. Right. I think I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman looked up to lift. He's right about that. Say it, Lyft says. Uh, He's right about that, your pancakefulness. Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Says (laughs) Lyft. His Imperial Excellency is correct about the arrival of a strange new storm. We have independent confirmation of that from contacts in Shinovar and Erie. An enormous storm with red lightning blowing in from the west. And the monsters, Lyft says? Yeah. Things with red eyes in the darkness... Everything is in chaos, the scribe said. Her name was Gena. We've had trouble getting straight answers. We had some inkling of this from reports on the east coast. When the storm struck before blowing into the ocean, most people thought those reports exaggerated and that the storm would blow itself out. Mm -hmm. But now that it has rounded the planet and struck in the west, well, the prince is reportedly preparing a diktat of emergency for the entire country, a tic tac. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I, really like, I really like this part because it means that um, it gives us a better visual of where the storm went. It left, like it left the the plains, and went around the globe, and came right. back on the west coast here to hit mm-hmm. all these places on the west first, right? Before, so truthfully, Alethkar yeah. Yakaved. Carbranth, all the countries that we're really more familiar with, even Thalina, where uh, Risen and Herbapsk is from, those areas have actually kind of mm-hmm. been spared this storm. Mm-hmm because it went the opposite Mm -hmm. way right instead of coming from the origin and coming this way across towards the west towards Shinovar and went the other way it went east around the planet and back towards from the the, coming from the west to the east so it's really great because I uh, you know we kind of knew this was happening but having it described like this Mm. really puts it into perspective we do it's nice
1: we get our geography straight we do.
0: we're geo fans
1: because we we here at the storm pod we, we take geos? our geography very seriously <laughs> geo, geof, geocache um lift looked to windle who was coiled up beside her void bringers he said it's happening sweet virtue the desolations have returned genna went back to reading the span read from gox this is going to be a disaster lift. Nobody is ready for a storm that blows the wrong direction. Almost as bad, though, are the Alethi. How do the, the Alethi know so much about it? Did that warlord of theirs summon it somehow? Um. Or uh, the paper. Again, that's interesting, too. Gox is now saying, yeah. you know, j- just calls him a warlord and accusing Dalinar of right. potentially summon yeah, exactly, it? Yeah. summoning it. Sigena so was reading the span read from Gox at that moment. So that bit was from Gox. But again, I think it speaks loudly that you know, that Dalinar is It, it is very, very viewed bad. All that positivity around That are, There is so much trust
0: sure. in him because he has this calling to like unite them, I guess. But also to try to he's like kind of in charge of Urathiru, which might be the last bastion of safety. So how, are, how is anybody supposed to trust him when all they see and all they think about is, a, is the Blackthorn you Warlord, know, right? It's, it's tough.
1: Sometimes it, that's, that's going to be Dalinar's... Maybe. ...undoing is going to be his past. There definitely isn't. There's no way to escape what you did as the Blackthorn. And this, and this Dalinar that we know now, mm-hmm. or that, you know, that I, that I know from the first two books, let's say, um, could be, you know, you know, a what's a going through my mind introduced. right now,
0: and this is only great for the listeners right? uh, and not for you in my brain. What? My, my, my mind is singing Lady Gaga's p- p- <laughs> poker face, p- p- yeah. poker face, because I'm having to keep a poke, I'm having to keep a poker face right now. Let's move on.
1: You're doing it yeah, lots poker to face? come, buddy. Lots to come. Pup, <laughs> pup, pup, h- poker face. Okay, so poker face. Let's lots to come. On. Okay, so goodies to come. Oh, I hope nothing too bad, though. Like, I don't want him to go crazy, mm. Dalinar. Okay. And now I'm cracking the web. <kelusch> let's go. Oh, Lord. That's off. Okay. <laughs> well, now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> okay, watch. Okay, let's go. All right. Um,. Lowered the paper. It was a dense variety. Oh, sorry. Lift... So, yeah. So, so the span read comes in. This is hilarious. It's from Gox. Gen is reading it. It's very serious. They're saying, you know, this is really bad. Nobody knows how to prepare for this. And the next paragraph is Lift chewing on a pancake. And she's thinking... Geez, this is kind of a dense variety with mashed up paste. It's too sticky, too salty. Uh, it's covered, another one's covered in crunchy little seeds. Yeah. Neither were as good as the other two varieties that I tried the last over the last few hours. <laughs> Lift, what are you doing? It's the end of the of world. Pancakes. Storms are coming. And she's like caught up in mm. all the details about this these pancakes. And you know what I love even more, Sean? That one little mention that one of the pancakes here oh, does it really? is covered in crunchy seeds. So let's talk about it for a second here. On the next page. Watch. It's amazing. Yeah, dude. It's amazing. Like (laughs) Sanderson, will he's just, he'll drop, he'll drop his little breadcrumbs and crunchy seeds. And they're not just there for a one-time purpose. It comes up. When she crunchy seeds that's right that's right and yeah, when that's she right. gets awesome yeah. in, in the next page they grow Yeah, that's really funny
0: so she Remember? so for the record so, those, so that she's one little reference is then you know, of the amazing I love varieties it. of pancakes i'm just trying to keep record of mm-hmm. her her main mission here the main of, mission of, the of the ten. eating 10 pancakes yeah <laughs> the, 10 pancakes one it's pancake for each herald 10 yeah. heralds Maybe we'll do Come a bonus on, like episode pancakes, where we like, try to compare this, this the, 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 the royals to the ten to see if there's a variety <laughs> for each hair. That'll be an info dump <laughs> with Buzzkill. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. That's what we have to do. Yeah. Okay. When is it going to hit? Lift asks. The storm? It's hard to judge, but it's slower than a high storm. By most reports, it might arrive in Azir and Tashik in three or four hours. Write this to Gox, Lyft says. They've got good food here, these pancakes with Mm -hmm. lots of variety. One has sugar in the center. The scribe hesitates to write this. Write it, (laughs) Lyft says, or I'll make you call me something more, or I'll make you call me more silly names. Genna sighs but complies. Lyft, she read as the span read wrote the next line from Gox. This isn't the time for idle conversation about food. Sure it is, Lyft replies. we got to remember, storm might be coming, but people will still need to eat. The world ends tomorrow, but the day after that, people are going to ask, what's for breakfast? That's your it job. There's a point to it. You know what? This right. might be a little bit of my highlight. Th- this is eternal hope. Yeah. She says, and after the day that the world ends, the, the day after that, you know what? It's, people it are going to need their true. breakfast. You know, no matter no matter what America. kind of hard times there's I always going to be another meal
0: it. that you have to eat. That yeah. eating the next meal is just as important about than worrying about the deadlines that you have to do or the Do you know what I mean like don't forget to eat people.
1: Yeah. Mhm. What I think is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah here is with in dealing with lift and and sort of the urchin and you know uh, orphan sort of component is she's dreaming about tomorrow
0: because we we talked already about this um annie uh comparison and (laughs) component and you're like she's looking to tomorrow this is this is pretty on par it's It's it's, kind of on the nose yeah it's really it's really great
1: (laughs) The world ends tomorrow, but the day after that, people are going to ask, what's for breakfast, and that's your job? And what about the stories of something worse? He writes back. The Alethi are warning about Parshman, and I'm doing what I can on such short notice, but what of the Void bringers? they say are in the storms? Lyft looked at the room packed with scribes. I'm working on that part, she says. As Genna wrote it, Lyft stood up wiping her hands on her fancy robes. "'Hey, all you smart people, what you found?' (laughs) The scribes looked up at her. "'Mistress,' one said, "'we don't have any idea what we're even looking for.' "'Strange stuff,' says left. "'What kind of strange stuff?' asked the scribe. "'Unusual things happen every day in the city. "'Do you want the report of the man "'who claims his pig was born with two heads?' What about the man who says he saw the sh- the shape of Yazir in the in the lichen on his wall? The woman who had a premonition that her sister would fall and then she fell. Nah, Liv says that's normal strange. I think What's abnormal? I think strange that,
0: then. I think that third one might the have been The woman who had a real. You know, seeing the future is of the void bringers. I don't know. That's that's mm-hmm. feels real. The other two are weird, but th- this one could have happened, I think.
1: I feel like it's like looking through the information, like it's, it reminds me of, uh, of men in black when they're looking through yeah. like the national Enquirer for like the, for the truth, you know, like, yeah. it, like they're trying to like go through all the nonsense stories. Yeah. Um, I like to believe that all of them are true, that there's this, you know, the, a little um,
0: nugget of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: it's just, it's bizarre, but, but Liv says, no, 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 that's, that's normal. Strange. Um, lift started to glow because, because the scribe asks her, what's abnormal, strange Mm -hmm. and lift glows, becoming awesome, radiating out of her skin beside her, the seeds on top of the uneaten pancake sprouted growing long twisting vines that curled and spat out leaves. Something like this. Hmm. Lift says, I love it. And then she thinks, great. I just ruined the pancake. Right. Again, back to what's the priority, right? right? So she does this amazing thing. I love that describes, she shares. It.
0: Like I love it that she shares it just yeah. so openly like that.
1: Me too. Yeah. The scribes stared at her in awe. Mm-hmm. Again, it kind of goes back to the Osprey, yeah, right? From like, before, yeah. So she clapped loudly, sending them back to their work. I love imagining this <laughs> where it's like, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> we're, we're like, we're like, yeah, yeah. I just did something amazing, and then she's like well, you can't just gawk at keep me working. all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep, keep working, keep working. Um, I love it. Wendell sighs, and she knew what he must be thinking. Three hours and nothing relevant so far. He'd been right. Yeah, they wrote stuff down in this city. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. They wrote it all down. Right.
0: So the every, the, that's why there's so much information.
1: Right. There's another message from the emperor for you. Genna says. Um, your pancake storms? That sounds stupid. Lift grins and then looks out or (laughs) looks over at the paper. The words were written in a flowing, elegant hand. Probably fat lips. Lift, Genna read, are you going to come back? We miss you here. Even fat lips? Lift asks. Vizier Nura misses you too. Lift, this is your home now. You don't need to live on the streets anymore. What am I supposed to do there? If I do come back, anything you want, Gox wrote, I promise. And that was the problem.
0: Remember we had named a chapter, Dude, the problem I, before. The problem. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And here it is again. I don't know what I want. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the problem, Gox. If right. I come back there, it does me no good. No. I'm just a trapped bird in a cage. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's probably my highlight yeah. again. It's great. It's so great. But
0: I have an actual highlight that's coming up right now. And I ooh. think I'm about to blow your mind. Keep going.
1: I don't know what I'm going to do yet. She said, feeling strangely isolated, despite the room full of people. We'll see. Genna eyed her at that. She apparently thought that what the emperor of Azir wanted, he should get. And that little Reshi girls shouldn't make a habit of denying him. <laughs> this, this kind of b- bothers me is, you know, just the idea that Gox, you know, is like the the little emperor. He he needs to get what he wants, mm-hmm. and then little Reshi girls are supposed to accommodate. Right. Um,
0: that's what Gana thinks, right?
1: That's what Gana thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The door cracks open, and the guard captain from the city peeks in. Lift leaps off the desk, running over to her. What did you find? Lift asks eagerly. You are right, the captain says. One of my colleagues in the quarter's watch has been watching the Tashi's Light Orphanage, the woman who runs it. The stump, Lyft said, meanest thing, eats the bones of children for afternoon snacks. <laughs> Once had a steering contest with a painting and won. <laughs> That's Meaning the painting bloody, looked away? Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> it must have been one of those Harry Potter I paintings, like, you yeah. start starting. at it. Mu- it must have been, yeah, it must have been. I, s- I stared at a painting and at a staring contest Yeah. and I won. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, uh, that's really great. Um, the stump is being investigated. She's running some kind of money laundering scheme, though the details are confusing. She's been seen trading spheres for ones of lesser value, a practice that would end with her bankrupt if she didn't have another income scheme. The report says that she takes money from criminal enterprises as donations. And then secretly transfers them to other groups, after taking a cut to help confuse the trail of spheres. There's more too. In any case, the children are a front to keep attention away from her practices. Can I just stop here and say, do you believe this story coming out of the captain? Absolutely not. And
0: this is my highlight. I think I figure d- things out I here because I didn't either. I think, yeah, that our s- our secret other surge binder. Mm-hmm. is the stump and i think she's using the infused spears to heal the yeah. children
1: yeah that makes total we know sense that, we know that
0: lift can heal yeah. with her regrowth power yeah. and we know that there is another type of surge binder yes that has the ability to heal. We don't know what their other surge no. is, but they at least have the ability to heal. I, ha- I have a very strong suspicion that it's the stump. That the stump is using these spheres, these infused spheres, and using the stormlight in them to heal these sick children that come to her orphanage.
1: Forget the children. I wanted it to be Hauka. Me too, <laughs> but I think, I think it's this, dude. I dude, think the stump is it. I think you're yeah. right. Because okay, so I didn't quite get that far as you did with regards to the connection to the spheres and the children, but mm-hmm. but this report, I was actually kind of suspicious that Hauka was like trying to throw people off, trying to bring attention onto Stump. Right. Um. But I, I, I but I, I love what I, I love the connection you're making with the spheres and mm-hmm. the children. That's really cool. I think that
0: she's, it looks like she's running some kind of scam, mm-hmm. but in essence, she's just using those. Yeah
1: to heal the to kids heal the kids right i love it i told you Liv says snatching the paper you should arrest her and spend all your money on soup spend all her money on soup give me half for telling you where to look and i won't tell anybody <laughs> the guard raises an eyebrow we can write down what we did if you want Liv says that'll make it official I'll ignore the suggestions of bribery, coercion, extortion, and state embezzlement, the captain says. As for the orphanage, I don't have jurisdiction over it, but I but I assure you, my colleagues will be moving against this stump soon. Good enough, Liff says, climbing back onto the desk. So what have you found? Any Anybody glowing? Like there's some and benevolent force for good, or some such creme? She's hilarious. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, her colleagues are going to be moving on, well, the stump on the stump soon. Soon, right, right, and then at the end of these three chapters, I don't want to skip ahead to the end of fifteen here, but right. our two skybreakers are moving on their subject right now. Right. So there's like a convergence of things that are about to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, ex- I fully expect there to be a big showdown at the orphanage. And whether it's, I mean, it's very possible that it's not the stump, but that the stump is protecting whomever is, um, the, uh, the, the surge binder. There could be a surge binder in the yeah. orphanage that she's protecting too, but I, but there's something, the stump it's in there. It's going on in the orphanage.
1: It's going on. Are we going to have more wit? The I man think so. in
0: black. I think the old bushy haired guy is going to, is going to come back. Yeah.
1: This is too large a project to spring on us without warning, the scribe complains. Mistress, this is the sort of research we normally have months to work on. Give us three weeks and we can prepare a detailed report. We ain't got three weeks. We barely got three hours. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter. So over the next few hours, she tried cajoling, threatening, dancing, bribing, and as a last ditch, crazy option, remaining perfectly quiet and letting them read. That's hilarious. Yeah. So she, the crazy option to her is to be quiet and let them do their job. Right, right. That, meanwhile, all the happen. other time, like she was acting crazy. Like I love it. As the time slipped away, they found nothing and everything at the same time. There were tons of vague oddities in the guard reports: stories of a man surviving a fall from too high, a complaint of strange noises outside a woman's window, Spren acting odd every morning outside a woman's house unless she left out a bowl of sugar water. Is that a clue?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It seems very strange.
1: Yet none of them had more than one witness, and in each case, the guard had found nothing specifically strange other than hearsay. So
0: just like urban myths, right? Urban tales yeah. of people in the yeah. city.
1: This kind of reminds me of, though, like just, you know, uh, what we had in the Lopin. Like... I can't help but feel that some of this misinformation or these crazy stories, is on these strange, is people waking up, people have powers, people have, mm-hmm. people are, are awesome too. Yeah, that's cool. Each time a weirdness came up, lift itched to scramble out the door, squeeze through a window and go running to find the person involved. Wendell cautioned patience. If all these reports were true, then basically every person in the city would have been a surge binder. That's exactly what I was just saying. Right. Which was exactly what she felt like she was doing. She was annoyed, impatient, and she was out of pancakes. Right. So let's move (laughs) on. I'm sorry, Mistress, Wendell says. Blessed by Tashi himself to have lighter skin than his father to make him more comfortable interacting with foreigners. This is a, a a Veden woman who claimed her baby had been blessed. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a, an odd, an odd little interjection here. I don't think any of these is more likely a sign than the one before. I'm beginning to feel we just need to pick one and hope we get lucky. Lyft hated luck these days. Mm-hmm. She was having trouble convincing herself that she hadn't hit an unlucky age of her life. So she'd given up on luck. She'd even traded her lucky sphere for a piece of hogs cheese. The more she thought of it, the more that luck seemed the opposite of being awesome. One was something that you did. The other was something that happened to you no matter what you did. Right. What a great way to put it. Yeah, it's great, eh? Okay, of course that didn't mean that luck didn't exist. You either believed in that or you believed in what those foreign priests were always saying... That poor people were chosen to be poor on account of them being too dumb to ask the Almighty to make them born with heaps of spheres. Messed up, right? Yeah, it's so messed up. And of course we could say a lot, but we won't. We won't. Um so what do we do? Lift says. Pick one of these accounts, I guess, Wendell says. Any of them. Except maybe that one about the baby. I suspect that the mother might not be honest. That's funny. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You think? Lift looks over the papers spread before her, papers she couldn't even read, detailing a report of some vague curiosities. Storms. Pick the right one, and she could save a life. Maybe find someone else who could do what she did. Pick the wrong one, and Darkness or his servants would execute an innocent, quietly with nobody to witness their passing or to remember them. Darkness. She hated him mm-hmm. with a seething ferocity that startled even her with its intensity. She didn't think she'd ever actually hated anyone before. Him, though, with those cold eyes that seemed to refuse all emotion, she hated him more for the fact that it seemed like he did what he did without a shred of guilt.
0: Yeah, I feel this too, man. I feel this big time.
1: Towards darkness.
0: Yeah, I love this line. Pick with the wrong one and darkness and his servants would execute an innocent quietly with no one to witness their passing or to remember them, which is her whole ideal. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mistress, Wendell asks, what do you choose? I can't choose, she whispers. I don't know how. Just pick one. I can't. I don't make choices, Wendell. Nonsense. You do it every day. No, I just she went where the, where the winds blew once you made a decision you were committed you were saying you thought this was right I love this about her mm-hmm. just she doesn't want to make the decision the door to their chamber was flung open a guard there one lift didn't recognize was sweating and puffing status 5 emergency diktat from the prince to be dis- disseminated through the nation immediately State of emergency in the city, storm blowing from the wrong direction, projected to be to hit within two hours. All people are to get off the streets and go to storm bunkers, and parshmen are to be imprisoned or exiled into the storm. He wants the alleys of Yadaw and, S- and slot cities evacuated, and orders government officials to report to their assigned bunkers, to do headcounts, draft reports, and mediate confusion or evacuation disputes, find a draft of these orders posted at each muster station with copies being distributed now so this changes the game Yeah, and this is where I feel again it brings up those same feelings I was having towards the parshmen, being wrongfully accused mm-hmm. they're being rounded up they're being actually it's worse than that they're being sent out into the storm mm-hmm. it's, it's, like a, it's a mass that's, execution that's of literally
0: them. the anti what they should be doing if right. if it's true and the Everstorm is going to turn these parchment into void bringers, they should mm. not be sending them into the storm. That's just doing what you, you're going to be creating monsters. They're going to create
1: more of them. Right. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not thinking this through. This is reactionary. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's kind of, it's kind of too bad because I, I kind of felt that maybe I almost anticipated this reaction more from the misinformation that what that was from yasna suspicions shalon being suspicious and that would have made dalinar equally as suspicious and i i almost thought that would have been more the thread mm-hmm. from the other characters with 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 the makabaki uh nations and with the access to all the information you'd think that well you have all the information Maybe you have a bit more than what Yasna and Shalon were research like maybe 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 you would have reacted differently, but sadly no, right They're not. They're reacting in fear, and um
0: the, I think things are a little justified right now because of what happened on the shattered planes the um, yeah because the, 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 they, they did, get did those become reports. void bringers. they did turn well, into. Something else than what they were, with glowing red eyes, red lightning, and a vicious storm. They called a vicious storm unlike anything they've ever seen. So, but not all the
1: parchment.
0: No, no, no. no. I'm not. I'm not blaming all the parchment. But there is. Let's say that we're in the war
1: camps. Right. Like the war camps on the shattered plains. Those parchment were not affected. Well, we don't know because the storm didn't hit the war camps. It went right. It went east. It went the other way. Right. Yeah. So we
0: don't, we we haven't actually seen. We have yet to know. Maybe yeah. we'll see in this, but we actually haven't seen what happens. What happens. When that yeah. everstorm comes through. So.
1: Okay. That's fair enough. Anyways, I, I, I agree with Lyft. I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it's wrong. Right. Um, st- uh, sorry. Sweating, puffing, status, emergency, within two hours, all people are to get out. You can find copies being distributed below the scribes in the room looked up from their work, and then immediately began packing away books and ledgers. Again, the top priority, the books and the ledgers. Mm-hmm. Not not food, shelter, yeah. books and ledgers. Wait, Lift says. What are you doing? You've just gotten overruled, little one, Gena says. Your research will have to be put on hold. For how long? Until the prince decides to step down our state of emergency, she says. But the Emperor, Lift says, He said to help me. We'll gladly help you to to a storm bunker, the guard captain says. I need help with this problem. He ordered you to obey. We of course listened to the Emperor again, it said. We will listen very well. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily obey. Thinks left. Right. Azir might claim to be an empire, and most of the other countries in the region played along just like you might play along with the kid who says he's team captain during a game of rings. As soon as his demands grew too extravagant though, he might find himself t- talking to an empty alleyway. So this is um, this is you know an interesting
0: um, way, dynamic, to think about the Makabaki region. It sounds right. like Azir is maybe mm-hmm. the most powerful nation in this region and mm-hmm. considers itself to be an Empire of all these other like other countries, but all the other countries are sovereign nations unto themselves, right, but they all they do obey the closest power, which is azir, so in a way it's like an informal empire where they will listen to the emperor, but they're not actually. They don't need to because he's not really their leader, but they're willing to listen because they're the most powerful nation and they definitely don't want any of that imperial wrath that they talked about earlier. It's really, really interesting.
1: What I like about it is that I was thinking of Azir and comparing Azir to Lift as characters. Like with the language here, Azir might claim to be an empire the others just played along hmm. there's that play so just like Lyft is like okay we got to do this and i want you to call me miss pancakes and whatever they're playing along we're but they don't necessarily along really to, need to, to do a it. point right right hmm. so yeah, I, I i kind of i kind of like that that connection there. yeah i like that too the scribes were remarkably efficient it wasn't too long before they'd ushered Lyft into the hallway burdened with her handful of reports they left her with one junior subscribe who couldn't be much older than Lyft. Her job was to show Lyft to a storm bunker. Lyft ditched the girl, though, at the first junction that she could. Lyft stripped off her nice, Asias clothing and dumped it in a corner, leaving her in trousers, a shirt, an unbuttoned overshirt. From there, she set off into a less populated section of the building, she wouldn't have expected such a ruckus from a bunch of dried up old men and women with ink for blood. <laughs> I like that, that title might, a lot. That in- could be for the blood. title.
0: Ink for blood? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really like it. It was dark in here, thinks lift. The hallways were marked with rugs with Asia's patterns to differentiate them. Periodic spheres, lanterns lined the walls, but only every fifth one had an infused sphere in it. Everyone was still starving for stormlight. She continued down the hallway, passing room after room, each stuffed with paper. Though there weren't as many bookshelves as Lyft had expected to find, it was like a library, but instead it was just walls full of drawers. This is a really neat image I find. Mm -hmm. Is the furniture of this place is just a bunch of filing cabinets built into the wall. Right. Makes perfect sense. It does, for sure. It's it's crazy cool, I love it. Mistress Wendell says. We don't have much time. I'm thinking, Lyft says, which was a lie. She was trying to avoid thinking. I'm sorry the plan didn't work, Wendell says. Lyft shrugged. You don't want to be here anyway. You want to be off gardening. Yes, I had the most lovely gallery of boots planned, Wendell says, but I suppose I suppose we can't sit around preparing gardens while the world ends, can we? Mm-hmm. And if I'd been placed with that nice Iriali, I wouldn't be here, would I? And that radiant you're trying to save? They'd be as good as dead. Probably as good as dead anyway. But still worth trying, right? Stupid, cheerful voidbringer, she thinks. She glanced at him and then pulls out the wads of paper. These are useless. We've got to start over with a new plan. And with much less time, sunset is coming along with that storm. What do we do? Lift dropped the papers. Somebody. Knows where to go. That woman who was talking to Darkness, his apprentice, she said she had an investigation going. Sounded confident. Right. Huh, Wendell says. You don't suppose her investigation involved a bunch of scribes searching records, do you? That could be the smart thing to do, Wendell says. I mean, even we came up with it. Lift grinned, then ran back in the direction she'd come from. hmm uh-huh. And that's chapter fourteen. It's great.
0: So a couple of things before we um, before we move off the cha- the chapter. I didn't want to break your uh, your read mm. here, but uh, yeah. if I had been placed with that nice Iriali, that's Yim again. We're talking about Yim, yes. the yep. uh, the sh- the cobbler. So the just cobbler, another yeah. mention of him. I just wanted to keep kind of pointing it out because it does seem like Wendell would have rather to go over to him, rather be with yeah. the cobbler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is um this is a really cool idea they have here if what, to go after she was the... doing an investigation she would have right. had to do research and what better place to do research than this place
1: right right so there'd be a trail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right um so yeah
0: what's it's, pr- your, what's it's pretty your, great what's your highlight for this
1: oh i don't know it might have to be the the way that she looks about luck mm-hmm. that's cool like like there's some heavy stuff here um when she pauses and just thinks about her position in all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that's, that's fantastic. Um, let's see if I, if I,
0: if I have another one. Mine is, mine is, I think the stump is the surge binder.
1: Well, yeah. If, if you're right about that. I mean, yeah. I, if I'm understanding. I liked, our, I liked our, 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 I, I like the, like the the, um, the captain being uh
0: me too and 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 it makes sense why she needs the the spheres and the the done ones she found we found in her yeah yeah yeah. i get that i I like that stuff too but there is something going on with spheres with this um this uh orphanage and i feel like it's tied into Mm. potentially like is she is she buying i I guess i have to maybe wrap my head around what is actually happening with spheres is she taking done ones and then selling back infused ones or is she trading done ones for infused ones like i don't understand the transaction here maybe we should just quickly step back to where she talks about the transaction
1: yeah let's see here details are confusing she's been trading spheres for ones of lesser value a practice that would end with her bankrupt the report says she takes money from criminal enterprises as donations. So she's. And then secretly transfers them to other groups. She's trading infused
0: f- spheres for. Done ones? Ones Is that of what lesser she's doing? value. Or just ones of lesser value. So not necessarily infused versus uninfused, just like she's trading rubies for emeralds or she's trading emeralds for diamonds, which are way less uh, uh, pricey. Hmm. Right. Okay. So maybe my my theory gets shot down here. I thought there was a a thing about infused
1: versus done. I thought that maybe she was- that's how i took it as well but mm-hmm. but perhaps it's just a monetary thing maybe that she's that she's taking like a brome and then trading it for you know yeah a chip a or sphere. something or she's like yeah, yeah she's
0: she, she's trading but yeah, how, she's trading down but why
1: what would be the reason for doing that and that's maybe it comes back to that other hunch which is what if it's just a false report from Hauka? Maybe
0: it's possible. I um, I'm second guessing myself. I still like the idea though that the stump mm. is somehow involved, and that either she or one of the, um, one of the kids are involved. I th- I thought that that maybe there was some kind of like um, infused versus done sphere thing going on, but I I might be wrong. But it'll be really interesting to find out what, because I'm sure we're gonna find out who this other surge binder is by the end of the book. So.
1: Hmm. Um, so uh, what's ink your for title? Blood? Yeah. What's your title? Ink for blood. I think ink for blood.
0: Ink for blood's good. I also like at the very end here, um, stupid cheerful void bringer.
1: Yes. I know. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really stupid, good. Stupid Cheerful void bringer. Yeah. Um, okay. Chapter 15. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Chapter 15. Yes. The scribe says it was Biddle's team. Room 232, the woman you describe hired them two weeks ago for an undisclosed project. We take the secrecy of our clients very seriously, barring imperial mandate. <laughs> Meaning, we, I wouldn't tell you, but you have the word
0: of the emperor behind you, so I have to tell because you.
1: Because of, yeah, I have right. to tell you. Yeah. Thanks, Lyft says. Thanks, 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 thanks. I wish I knew what all this meant, Storms. You'd think I would be the one who got told everything, but half the time I get the sense that even kings are confused by what the world throws at them. She shook her head and looked to Lyft, who was still hugging her. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm, I'm going to my assigned station now. You'd be wise to seek shelter. Sure, we'll get by, says Lyft. <laughs> says She's so funny. She scurries through the hallway, directly away from the steps down to the Indicium's storm shelter. I like the language you against scurrying, like mm-hmm. a little mouse. Like a little... That's our lift. Yeah. Yep. Genna pokes her head out into the hallway. Biddle will have already evacuated. The door will be locked. She paused. Don't break anything. Voidbringer lift says, can you find whatever number she just said? Yes. Good. Because I don't got that many toes. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. They hurried through the cavernous indicium. I like the way that it's described there as cavernous. Yes, very much so. Which was already feeling empty. Only a half hour or so since the dict... Oh, you know, maybe we could in- infer a little bit there. The indicium is where a great amount of information is stored, correct? mm mm-hmm. The fact that it's cavernous is kind of indicating that it's a little bit empty. You right. might think you have all the answers, but it's just... It might an be empty, just empty pl- words. An empty place. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, only a half hour or so since the diktat, Windle was keeping track and everyone was on their way out. People were locking their doors in the advent of a storm and moved on to safe places for those with regular homes, those homes would do, but for the poor, that meant storm bunkers and the poor parshmen. There weren't many in the city, but as many as in Azamir, but by the prince's orders, they were to be gathered and turned out, left for the storm which Lyft considered hugely unfair. Nobody listened to her complaints about that though. And Wendell implied, well, they might be turning into voidbringers, and he would know. <laughs> it's that's that's hilarious. Yeah, he, would and know. he would know because he's he one. is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. cuz he's a voidbringer. <laughs> that's so funny. She still didn't still didn't seem fair though. And I agree, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't leave him out in a storm even if he claimed it probably wouldn't hurt them. It's a good point. Yeah. If she, if she thinks he's a void bringer, well, she wouldn't do that to Windle, Right. So she has a completely different opinion on this, which is my opinion. Right. Our opinion. She followed Windle's vines as he led her up two floors. The floor on this level was painted wood, and it felt weird to walk on wooden floors. Wouldn't they break and I'd fall through? <laughs> wooden buildings always felt so flimsy to her. She, she stepped lightly across them. Lift frowned then crouched down, looking one way, then the other. What was that? Now let's pause there for a second. What, what little hint do you think Brandon Mr. Sanderson is saying there with the wood? Um, He's saying something to us there. She doesn't like to walk across wood. She feels unsure it might fall through. She prefers stone floors. Um, what is th- there there's gotta be like why would he you know like i would
0: i would maybe say that there's gotta be something there the 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 little hint here might be that zeth is in this chapter and he feels the exact opposite he feels more comforted by walking on wood because it's sacrilegious to walk on stone
1: so maybe there's a little she's the exact opposite of right huh good pick you know what i mean i like that Yeah. yeah dude that's good. It's the only thing I, I could like think that. of. I mean, like, no, the only other that's, character. That's, that's more than what I thought of. All I could think of is, what's with the wood and the stone? Mm-hmm. And we know that he's in this chapter a little later. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's it's. Straight but at there's her. something. But there's something up with him too, though. He's not. There's he's not the same. No, he's definitely not the same. He's different. Yeah, he's different. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I yeah. don't know what's going on. But but it kind of is cool because I think. At the end of Words of Radiance, I think we were chatting in one of our episodes about what I was hoping for that character, mm-hmm. the assassin in white. That, that he, he would, would, that he would
0: transform yeah. and would become something different. Or that yeah.
1: there'd be some other journey. Yeah. hmm Yeah. So we'll see. Um, okay. Nobody listened to her complaints. She didn't, it didn't seem fair to her. Wouldn't they break? What was that? Two two one, Wendell says. Two two two. Voidbringer, Lift hissed. Shut up. He twisted about, creeping up the wall near her. Lift pressed her back against the wall, then ducked around a corner, into a side corridor, and pressed her back against that wall. Booted feet thumped on the carpet. I mm-hmm. can't believe you call that a lead, a woman's voice said. Lift recognized it as darkness's trainee. Mm-hmm. Weren't you in the guard? Things work differently in Yazir, a man snapped. The other trainee. Here, everyone is too coy. They should just say what they mean. You expect a Tashiki Street informant to be perfectly clear? Sure, isn't that his job? <laughs> the, the two strode past, and thankfully, they didn't glance down the hall towards Lift. Right. Storms, those uniforms with the high boots, they were imposing. They looked like generals on the field. mm mm-hmm.
0: So a little information Again. from the but the man here she mm-hmm. says um weren't you in the guard and he says things work differently in Yazir so he yeah he was a guard in Yazir before he joined the Skybreakers which is a right. tiny little bit of information it might not matter in the story but it gives us a little idea that maybe darkness is picking up these people from kind of all over you know what I mean? Like he's, right. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's interesting because they said that she might, might've looked like a reshi. Remember? They mentioned that she had the skin yeah. tone of a reshi. So she's a reshi. He's from Yazir. It's, I like that there's the assassin some, in white. Uh, yeah. The assassin in white. There's a little bit of diversity going on here and it sounds like darkness likes to maybe surround himself with different types of people.
1: Sure enough, a few seconds later, a quieter figure passed in the hallway, the assassin clothing tattered head bowed with that large sword it had to be some kind of shard blade i do not know sword nimi he said softly i don't trust my own mind any longer that is not comforting sword nimi no it is not he's talking he's talking to to
0: yeah and it sounds like the sword responded because he paused stopping as if listening to something listening right yeah
1: I know it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah he trails uh, this image this after image glowing in the air yeah it was almost imperceptible less pronounced now that he was moving than it had been in darkness's headquarters what do you make of that I don't know was he glowing he wasn't leaving a glow like that when he fought Kaladin. No, he's not. He's not glowing. He's almost like,
0: um, leaving a like a faint version of himself behind yeah. as he walks. Almost like he's out of, like out of step with himself, or out of like, um, out of time or something. There's, there's like a a faint like tracer.
1: Do you know what I mean? It's almost as if like he's shedding something, or that something is following him. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah.
0: There's something like going he's... on with him.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I'm fascinated by that. Oh mistress, Wendell says, curling up to her. I nearly expired a fright. The way he stopped there in the hallway. Because he, he stopped. And he looked towards her, I think, didn't or no no. Yeah, he trail he trailed after the other two, leaving a faint after image glowing in the air. Oh mistress. I nearly expired a fright the way he stopped there in the hallway. I was sure he'd seen me somehow. At least the hallways were dark, mm-hmm. with those sphere lanterns mostly out. Lift nervously slipped into the hallway and followed the group. They stopped at the right door and produced a key. Lift had expected them to ransack the place, but of course, they wouldn't need to do that. They had legal authority. That's a great title.
0: Yeah and she says actually so did she
1: so did she how bizarre legal authority.
0: <laughs>
1: how bizarre how <laughs> bizarre i think we have our title legal authority what oh i thought you were gonna say how bizarre <laughs> no not how bizarre legal yeah. authority yeah that's think, it's I really think, good that's legal title. authority is really good darkness's two apprentices stepped into the room the assassin and white remained outside in the hallway He settled down on the floor across from the doorway, his strange shard blade across his lap. He sat mostly still, but when he did move, he left that fading after image behind. Mm -hmm. Lift pulled into the side corridor again, back pressed to the wall. People shouted somewhere distant in the grand indecision. Is that what she calls it? The grand indecision? That's funny and that's almost a better title. Yeah. The grand, and she's making fun of it. It's the, but it's, but it's indecision because you have all this information and you don't know what to do, right? (laughs) You still don't know what to do. A storm is coming. Yeah, like what good's all the information? Yeah, it's so funny. I have to get into that room. Lift says somehow. Windle huddles down on the ground. Lift shook her head. That means getting past the starving assassin himself. I'll do it. Maybe I can make some sort of distraction. Send him off chasing it. But then that would alert the him. That would alert the other two in the room. I'll do it. Wendell repeats, "What the d- the distraction?" No, I'll do it, Mistress. I can sneak into the room. I don't believe their spren will be able to see me anyway. You don't know? No. It sounds dangerous. His vines scrunched as they tightened against one another. You think? Yeah, totally. Liv says, "Something's wrong about that guy in white." Can you get? can you get killed Voidbringer?
0: can we can we decide just unilaterally as a podcast that from mm. now on it's not seth sun sun Volano the assassin right. in white it's seth right. that guy in white like it's yeah, that guy. way less imposing <laughs> oh no it's the guy in white
1: <laughs> all lowercase <laughs> yeah, all, yeah no cap no capitals <laughs> no capital. <laughs> denied capitals <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how Lyft sees him. Yeah. yeah that guy in white. It's that guy in white. <laughs> Can you get killed, Voidbringer? Destroyed, Windle says. Yes, it's not the same as for a human, but I have seen Spren who... And of course, he gets cut off. Mm-hmm. Brandon, Mr. Sanderson. Yeah, I, I think... Is Dunny. Oh, here? Yeah. I think someone... Destroyed. Yes, it's not the same as for human, but I have seen Spren who can do something that I won't say right now. Right. <laughs> the Spren's like, where's Dunny? Maybe it is too dangerous for me. Maybe, she says. Windle settles down. I'm going anyway, he whispers. Just listen. Memorize those two in there and say, and get back here quick. If something happens, scream loud as you can. hmm right listen and scream i can listen and scream i'm good at those things he says. <laughs> he says he makes it sound like taking a deep breath only he can't he doesn't need to breathe she thinks right. that's hilarious it's just dramatics yeah it almost it, i almost paused a little bit there when, it, when i read it the first time is that he sighs because he kind of wants to be like like them yeah like like he connects with her and with the cobbler and, you know, like, so well, almost like Im- imitation. We, like We know that the don't spren need to become breathe, but...
0: more mortal, like the longer they spend time, right. they become more cognizant. They, that, well, they're right. like, you know, so it's just, it's really great. Like, and I, I, I think that, and they also kind of take on the personality of
1: the people that they're with. You know what I mean? Spren progress to a certain point where they cross over. Like fully, you mean? Yeah like 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 they become a spirit mm. like like as a as a baby's born that's a an interesting will... question
0: because we know that most people who go to shadesmar don't fully go over into shadesmar remember um ivory said to yasna you know, uh, when I, when she, he saved her right. life uh, from the boat. Yeah. Um, I let you come in and you came in fully and she's like, oh, you've never let me do that before. So maybe it's the same for Spren. Maybe the Spren are leaving a little piece of them behind in Shadesmar when they come over to the physical world. But I wonder what would happen if they came over fully. That's a really Entirely. good
1: question. Entirely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. That's something for the I future. Know. I think that's interesting Something for
1: the future. Okay. Um, Wendell reached the doorway with the two skybreakers in it, the apprentices. Storms, she hated waiting. Lyft had built her life around not having to wait for anyone or anything. She did what she wanted, what she wanted, and when she wanted. That was the best, right? Everyone should be able to do what they wanted. Of course, if they did that, who would grow the food? If the world was full of people like Lyft, wouldn't they just leave halfway through, planting to go catch lurgs? Nobody would protect the streets or sit around in meetings. Nobody would learn or write things down or make kingdoms run. Everyone would scurry about eating each other's food until it was all gone and the whole heap of them fell over and died. It's kind of a sad paragraph mm-hmm. once again from Lyft.
0: Yeah. And this next part, I really, really love this next part. You knew that part of her said standing up inside hands on hips with a defiant smile almost Peter Pan like now her inner self her inner Peter is standing up straight and going you know you knew that you knew the truth of the world even when you went and asked not to get older and then I love this next line being young was an excuse a plausible justification like she knows better yeah yeah It's kind of like what you've been saying, where you can have fun, but there are serious things that need to be dealt with, and we can laugh along the way, but we will deal with those things.
1: Right. Yeah. That's right. It's just that she she is electing to not want to take on the responsibilities because she's like, shouldn't it just be free? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we just eat the pancakes? Right. Shouldn't we just shirk our responsibilities and, just and have running fun? around across yeah. the meadows? Like, shouldn't... Isn't that what the life experience should be like? Right. And she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. It's just that the reality is... But she's is, also right
0: that if everyone was like that, then no one would do the things that needed to be done right. in order for other people to have
1: fun. It's kind of a sad realization that if you... If you look in the mirror and say, if everyone were like me, the world would end. That's crazy, right? That's, that's heavy. A part of her said, standing up inside, hands on hips with mm-hmm. a defiant attitude, you knew the truth of the world, even when you went and asked not to get older. This has got to be my highlight. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, what were they saying in there? She says, had they spotted Wendell? Were they torturing him? Threatening to cut down his gardens or something. That's, that's the torture she imagines for him, which is yeah. hilarious. Cut down his gardens. If you don't like, tell whatever, whatever us what we want to know, we're going to
0: cut your gardens.
1: No, not my gardens. Yeah. No, no, the rings. The rings in my gardens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Listen, a part of her whispered. I like this inner voice. Mm-hmm. It's like reminding her like, what's what? Like smarten up. But of course she couldn't hear anything. She wanted to just rush in there, make faces at them all, and then drag them on a chase through the starving building. That would be better than sitting here with her thoughts, worrying and condemning herself at the same time. She doesn't like to worry. No. She doesn't She doesn't like these inner thoughts of, of responsibility. Yeah. When you were always busy, you didn't have to think about stuff, like how most people didn't run off and leave when... The whim struck them, like how your mother had been so warm and kindly and so ready to take care of everyone. It was incredible that anyone on Rishar should be as good to people as she had been. She shouldn't have had to die. Least, she should have had someone half as wonderful as she as she was to take care of her as she wasted away. Someone other than Lift, who was selfish and stupid and lonely. Hmm. She tensed up and then prepared to bolt around the corner. Windle, however, rejoined her. Darkness's two apprentices left the room a moment later, and Lyft pulled back into the side corridor with Windle. In the shadows here, she crouched down. And then the assassin passed by. He stopped, looked in her direction, hand resting on his sword hilt. Lyft's breath caught. Don't become awesome. Don't become awesome. If she used her powers in these shadows, she'd glow and he'd spot her for sure. Mm -hmm. He reached to a pouch at his belt and then tossed something small and glowing into the hallway. A sphere. Fear spren boiled up around her, lit by the sphere as it rolled near her, and she knew, meeting the assassin's gaze, that he could see her.
0: So... This is what we talked about before. We talked about this maybe last book where sometimes the spren as amazing as they are could be give a detriment. You away. Yeah, they could give you away. Maybe lie spren could give you away when you're trying to, you know, trying not to lie or or right. any of those things, but this right. is a perfect a, example of it, right? Yeah. But he doesn't do anything
1: about it. He he clearly can see her. He cho- like I'm I'm very confused at this. But again, I think it speaks to the transformation that he's going through.
0: Well, I think it it it, I think it shows us one really important thing is that he might be with darkness, but he doesn't belong to darkness. Not like the two apprentices apprentices. If it was one of the apprentices, they would have Oh, we got her. But Zeth knows that things are a little more complicated than than uh this black and white justice that um that, that the darkness that, that Nin is like kind of spouting, right? He knows that there's a little more, he met Kaladin, he knows there's stuff going on that's more complicated and bigger in this world. So I really, you know what I think? really love
1: this moment. I think I think Zeth is smart enough now to know to keep his enemies close. Right. So you think that's what he's doing that, so with what darkness? I'm, it's what I'm hoping for. That's really cool, dude. Uh, it's so cool. I'm ho- I'm hoping for that big time. Yeah, because because of how things turned out before for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to forget that. Yeah, with Teravangian. Yeah, he's not. He's you know. He, so with darkness, I. Th- anyways, I I think there's there seems to be something very
0: strange here, right? Because he pulls his sword out of the sheath a fraction of an inch.
1: Yeah, he does. He pulls the sword out a fraction of an inch, black smoke pours from the blade, dropping toward the floor and pooling at his feet, and Lift felt a sudden and terrible nausea. The assassin studies her, and then snaps the sword back into its sheath again, and he left. He didn't speak a word, and his footfalls on the carpet were almost silent, a faint breeze compared to the clomping of the other two. Which Lift could still hear farther down the corridor. In moments all three of them had entered the stairwell and were gone. There's there's something
0: that happens here with this him pulling the sword out that I think I think I understand from my knowledge of things that are beyond this book. Um Okay. And I can't share with you because they'd be spoilers. But I okay. think I understand what's happening here. Um, when there was something more listeners? to him
1: showing the the
0: blade yeah, like or, or pulling the blade. the blade and
1: letting some of that smoke oh. come out. You know what? what? So is it, I have, I have a little guess. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's what he, I was hoping. He, he was
0: speaking with the sword, right? Right. He was able to speak with is it when he, it was in the sheath earlier. So he didn't, doesn't right. need to pull it out to talk to it.
1: No, but he might be able to pull it out to let it see.
0: Oh, so you think that maybe he let the sword see yeah, lift
1: to see lift. Yeah.
0: For what, for what purpose? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Just mm. making this up as I go along. So, I have it, no it, idea.
0: <laughs> I would, I would really enjoy if when I don't this know episode is released and people hear this to reach out to the show and all the different places that I'm going to say at the end, more than mm-hmm. likely the discord are going to get on this right away. Um, mm-hmm. but I'd like to know, what this could mean without spoiling it for Jack, because I have a feeling I know of the blade, but I can't talk about it right now. So I'd like people to reach out. This is a good moment for people to reach out to, to kind of educate me or to confirm my suspicions on what's happening here.
1: Or is it to, or is it to communicate something to, to Wendell?
0: I don't know. I I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, My, my guess is I I obviously can't.
1: Or is it just quite simply on the surface, a display of power? Maybe, maybe a warning. Yeah,
0: but I, maybe, I I have another maybe, guess, maybe but like I that. said, I cannot say you it right now. Me. So yeah. let's just move on, and hopefully we'll get an answer from sure. the, the 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 listeners.
1: Storms Lyft says, "Storming mother of the world and father of storms above, he uh, he about made me die of fright. I know." Wendell says, "Did you hear me? Not whimpering." No, I was too frightened to even make a sound. Lift sits, sits up. Wow. Okay, well, that was something. What did they talk about? Oh, Mistress, they had an entire study done. research for weeks to identify oddities in the sky. Great, what, what did they determine? I don't know. Lift flopped back down. They talked over a whole lot of things I didn't understand. But, Mistress, they know who the person is. They're heading there right now to perform an execution. He poked at her with a vine. So maybe we should follow. Yeah, okay, Liv says. Guess we can do that. Shouldn't be too hard, right? <laughs> right. Foreshadowing. <laughs> um so
0: um they talked over a Amazing. whole lot of things I didn't understand yeah. is I'm paraphr- I'm going to read between the lines here. They talked right. over a whole bunch of things that I'm not going to tell you and the reader because I don't want you to know yet.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, oh, Brandon, Mister Sanderson does that a lot. Right, right. No, right. That's okay. It's all good. Yeah. It's delay. delaying for sure. At least, at least with with our beloved Mister Sanderson, he delivers. He does deliver.
0: So, uh, yeah. What do you What do you
1: first off? What do you think about these two three chapters? Amazing, right? Amazing. I love this lift material. It is not as meaty as other chapters of the Stormlight Archive, mm-hmm. and and i like how contained it is Mm -hmm. i like this little edge dancer novella it's just it's it's contained it's almost like it's um a nice little focused uh little vignette if you will Mm -hmm. of the larger story yeah it's great so so you need to go through all the other work Mm -hmm. to like read the other books and get all that under your skin Mm -hmm. um But to enjoy Lyft, yeah, it's, I don't know how people could not love
0: Lyft. I just, I don't know. It's funny because we were literally just talking about how, you know, it's really nice how, you know, uh, Kaladin and Shallan, there's so much death and sadness and depression and, and seriousness with Dalinar (laughs) and like, and, and then we're like, I really like Lyft because she's super fun. And then she's like, she shouldn't, her mom shouldn't have had to die. At least (laughs) she should have had someone (laughs) half as wonderful, like someone other than lift who wasn't selfish, stupid, and lonely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, I, I, I might have so spoken lucky. too soon.
1: Like, luck is a bunch of crap. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. I should have spoken right. too soon. I shouldn't she, have said that. Well, again, right? I mean, our 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 wonderful author is giving us the 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 complexities of these characters. Yeah. So you can't just be hundred percent lift It's there. There are going to be things about here that that sort of, I guess, again, connect us to the other characters. True. Very true. Um. But anyways, a highlight for this chapter, what, what do you think? Mine is
0: that m- tense moment when Zeth sees her and then doesn't do anything about it. Right. It speaks volume about uh, volumes about where he's at. Even though totally. we don't really understand what he's doing, we know that he's not fully under the sway of darkness, and I like that a lot.
1: You know what I love? Mm. I love when Windows says, I'll do it.
0: Yeah yeah i love it it's it's true it's pretty amazing he's like buying into it right
1: these spren are incredible yeah mvps i mean uh, yeah mvps
0: i'm telling you i love it so the title i have for this one was remember i told you i had written one down in preparation and i had to oh
1: oh, (laughs) it was for this one okay it was for
0: this one it was what is it storming mother of the world and father of storms above
1: Imagine that. Imagine that chapter title: "Elderly Lady in the Trunk of the Car." Yeah, with the yeah exactly. Pearl with the, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was like
0: a uh, Pearl Jam and Tragically Hip mashup there.
1: Yeah. Oh, did I say the locked trunk in the trunk of the car? Of yeah. elderly, <laughs> yeah, elderly, yeah.
0: elderly, elderly, lady behind the counter who was now just <laughs> locked in the trunk of the car. Yeah,
1: locked in the trunk of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's great. Do you have a chapter title that you want to throw? It. I think you said something earlier. Um,
1: I, I think I had something earlier, but I can't remember now. um I think you did. You have know what? Oh, you know what? It might have to be. Oh, it was that legal guy authority. In, yeah. Legal authority. I still like the best. That guy in white. <laughs> that
0: guy in white. Yeah. <laughs> that guy in white. <laughs> Zeth, that guy in white. That's just so great. <laughs> that guy in white. It's so funny. Yeah. It's really funny.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm looking forward to next episode. We're only doing two chapters more. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So, um, so we're going to do, we're going to read two chapters. So 16 mm-hmm. and 17. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to live read the third. Unfortunately, we're not going to have the big live event like we normally do because we're kind of just trying to fit these recordings in when we can. Um, Mm -hmm. We're kind of on a time crunch right now. And we're trying to get as much stuff done as possible. And we don't really know when our recording schedule lies. Unlike before where it was super predictable and then we could tell the community like, hey, we got a live event going on. Come Mm -hmm. and sit with us while we read. I have an idea. Let's spring it on them. just a surprise attack. It's a sneak surprise. attack. Yeah, we are we doing the really live read, read and we'll see who we get. Right. Yeah. Right. So we'll, that's probably what will happen. Let's do that. Uh, we're going to try to do it on Saturday. So yeah, it'll be, um, 16, 17 and 18 as a live event, um, or as a live read. But before all that, let's get to the info dump. Um, Yadah is the place where all span read communications go through. This is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this doubles down on the idea that information really is the currency of the land. Um, It's just really amazing. Like... I just love it so much. It's so awesome. Um, to be upfront here, my uh, um, info dump is a little bit weak because I have don't have the uh, research chops as uh, Buzzkill Joe has. But I'm uh, and this <laughs> these three chapters did I just you get enjoyed. the lurgs. I, I did. I didn't. I didn't even write down lurgs. So lurgs. You didn't is get in the, the lurgs. No, I didn't, lurgs is yes. obviously in the info dump now. Um, I just really enjoyed these three chapters so much that I just couldn't really put it down, and I kind of fell into that trap where I didn't take any notes because I was just reading so fast. So. Um, so uh, the other thing is the bright colors and patterns of Azir are very important to them. Uh, Lyft says they don't even shut up about them, and I think they're, they're, there's a, right. a, a, an amount of pride in their uh, their whole aesthetic, and I, I really like that. You know, Me they're too. pencil paper pushing people, but they also really love to look good while they do it, and I think that's really really cool. <laughs> um, the uh, the ever storm seems to go slower than a normal storm. That's some of the information we found out in this. Uh, yes. So um, it is a. little bit harder to gauge when things are going to get here because um they're used to being able to do the math for a regular storm so they've had to adjust their math so it seems like it's a slower storm than a regular high storm which is an Mm -hmm. interesting thing maybe it allows them a little more chance to be able to get ready for it but unfortunately they've or it's or it's
1: kind of it kind of reminds me of those slow moving villains because you can see like it's coming slower but Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do to stop like the blob is just coming like like the blob. Right. I, I was thinking a little more Michael Myers, but oh, uh, right, right, but right. The, but yeah. the blob. Right. Is, I was uh, just I don't know equally... why I thought about the blob, but
0: um, <laughs> and the last thing I have here is um, that uh, Azir claims to be an empire, but most of the other nations just play along. And I like this way of being mm. able to describe this Makabaki region. We know that the Makabaki people, these like 10 Countries in this area mm-hmm. were all a great empire at one time. And it seems like mm-hmm. Azir still thinks that it's the capital of that empire with mm-hmm. imperial authority. Like that's what we kind of t- talked about earlier. But they play along. Yeah. Uh, but all the other countries are just kind of playing along. And it might be to their benefit to play along because if they ever need help from. Azir, they get it because they've been kind of like listening to them and following them and stuff. So it's um it it sheds a little bit more light on the political dynamic that's going on in this area, which we didn't mm. get in the first two books. So thank God we got an Edge Dancer to be able to learn a
1: little bit more about this place. So. I wonder if that'll speak to people listening to Lyft. How she's like, you have to listen to me and do this and do that. <laughs> maybe and they've... and for now they're playing along. And they are playing along for now. Yeah. Maybe they won't until
0: until the everstorm hits, and maybe they won't play along anymore. Because that's what well, happened, that's right. right? They were all listening right. to her, and then they're like, "Oh, the, the 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 ever the this red lightning storm is coming," and they're like, "Okay, right. everyone, go yeah. away and stop listening." This to This research kid. is done. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. stopping this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, before we end the episode, I want to uh, say a great thank you to the Patreon team. I um, got in the habit of not reading the list of names, and I want to do that today because it's a super important part of what we do here. So I'd like to thank at the top of the, the list, brand new, just literally minutes ago as we were recording, no Zane way. Jeffries. Just uh, just join us. Nice. Welcome to the team, Zane. Um, I'd also like to thank Atza, Waterman85, Daniel Altridge, Jay Sandusky. J- joseph sherry jacqueline Dalaroca, roca john kirth kunal Chaudhry, automatic bear ryan shea amigo cat scorpio 245 sandra g steven Kulia, Shani d james wallace michael coling grant hoffmeister yirian chloe lewis kyle wilson tony hernandez jesus rocho sarah marshall dark mood nightness milan ratnovich Genevieve Blanc, Zachary Lindo, Brian Taylor, Dana Gustafson, Jesse Fay, Kenoli, Jaden Guerra, Ryan Phillips, Savotka Art, Sarah 677 Sarah Slagle, C. Carr, Tom Gonzalez, Mark Pinto, Maria Verum, Lawrence Bradley, Cody Logan, Jonathan Whittington, Tommy Turpin, Itzizer, Julia Pebble, Justin Elliott, Laura. Kevin Freeday, Chris Wally, Omni Orcus, Alec Guerin, James Johnson, Andrew Woods, James N., Valka Maron, Chelsea Walker, James Pryor, Chad Kirkman, Christopher Bagley, Megan Lloyd, Richard Fetherson, Ilya Serden, Daniel Lee, Elvira, Denver Rose, David Clamage, Andrew S., Pac-Man in Idaho, Jason Stock, Ashlyn Lee, Anna P., Pat Bevins, Thomas Kovar, Matthew Eaton, Cosette, James Reed, Jean-Marc David, Steph Baum, Alex Trant, Joy Wilman, Christopher Jack, Ratman, P. Flume, Brandon Comer, Jasper, Silver Lumos, Joshua, Nisala, Ryan, Josh, Alexander, Janzy, Wick, Joseph Mingoya, Daniel Widden, Werewolf Will, John M., Jake DeFeo, Robert Gobel, My Mom Sue, Ari Zoo, Bruce Rogers, Joel Hayes, Don Chalice, Mr. Morissami, Christian Pappy, No, 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 Jack's Wife Linda, and our best friend, Mike. And I just want to say real quick here, our buddy, Christian Papino, one of our longest supporting dudes, guy that I worked with many, many years ago at the hospital. Um, he just s- got sworn in to public service today, to service today. And he had to swear on a tome of religious right. meaning for himself. And he put his hand on words of radiance instead of a bible he was able to choose whatever text he wanted and this guy chose words of radiance so in reverence to you mr papineau slow clap that is fucking commitment bro (laughs)
1: <laughs> if That's you want to super super amazing
0: it's awesome if you guys want to reach out to us i know this the ending of the episode is a little slow here if you want to reach out to us and tell us uh, um, uh, all about um, uh, your lives how this these books mean to you or whether we're right or wrong or if you want to reach out and explain to what that happened in that alleyway between zeth and lyft reach out to mm. us at heroes of a catheter at gmail.com you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, at uh, Heroes of One, the StormPod on Instagram, or join the StormPod uh, subreddit or the StormPod Facebook group. Um, you, can write, you can go to all those and write multiple messages on all the platforms if you want. I will check them all, and I will try to respond to every single one of them. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to everyone for listening. We love you very much. Till next time.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Acathra.
1: It's kind of a sad realization that if you if you look in the mirror and say if everyone were like me, the world would end. That's crazy, right? That's that's heavy.
0: Every, if everyone were like me, they would literally have to buy um, like new socks <laughs> all the time because I wear them out, and like they would have to um, get a pumice stone and work on your a- on your heels because god that shit's gross and like (laughs) and they would they would literally not be able to go on i said to my wife we're watching big brother and i said to her you know i'm i would never be able to do big brother because they'd have to edit the show all the time because i'd be farting all the time like seriously like the none of they'd never be able to keep any of the footage with me in it like you know what i mean that's one of the reasons why i hope we never have to do a panel for the show because I'd be like, sorry guys, I got to spend most of it in the bathroom. <laughs> <You> sorry. <know>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm surprised it hasn't made it into the show. It has not. I, I
0: edit he- heavily. I edit heavily. You edit heavily. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah.